You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Meg and Beck. It's our mission to share how we pursue our passion for wellness while balancing our real-world corporate jobs. This is a place where green juice and wine are interchangeable and nothing is off-limits. Instead of finding yourself down an internet black hole, we'll be bringing the experts straight to you so that your burning questions can be answered. So sit back and relax on your office chair yoga mat and enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. (laughs) We're so excited to be here on a Saturday. We're sitting pretty in the podcast garage. We are. And it was so nice. No traffic. Yes. We love the podcast garage, by the way. Like, shout out to them. Yeah. They're the real MVP. We wouldn't be here without the podcast garage. Legitimately would not be here. No. And, like, now I know more about setup and, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I feel like I've learned so much. Yeah. And Ian and Alex and Palace are all just... They're phenomenal. Amazing. If you're thinking about starting a podcast and you're in the mm-hmm. Boston area, definitely mm-hmm. look them up. Yeah, and even if you're not, they have connections all over the world through PRX. So um, let it, shoot them an email and, uh, yeah, let them know what you're doing. <laughs> this is not a sponsor. This is not a sponsor. We just love we the wish. podcast girl. Podcast girl. <laughs> <laughs> At least in every episode, I feel like we have one moment where we're like, hey, you. we're we're just trying to sell ourselves it's fine um so yeah we're at the podcast garage Um, but megan you've been working late a ton yeah i feel like and i feel like that's why i'm feeling i just feel weird Mm -hmm. today i don't know i feel like whenever i don't have the time after work to just like wind down a little bit because you know like we work in the podcast on the podcast at night or I'm working Mm -hmm. on the blog or I'm like responding to comments on Instagram and by the time all that's done and I've worked till like 8 Mm p.m. I just go to bed and it's just like I just feel weird Mm -hmm. I feel off like not I feel cranky yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly I feel like I'm like I'm forgetting something Mm -hmm. it's just not a good not a good feeling and then I have to do some work this weekend which I'm Mm -hmm. not happy about so Anyone else out there living the nine to five corporate job life? I feel you. It's a struggle, mm-hmm. and I think it's hard when to kind of manage the ebb and flow of when you're busier in our real jobs compared to the podcast. Because mm-hmm. we're just at a point, at least for me, where one has to go completely on hold mm-hmm. when one feels off balance. Yep. But then you feel behind on the other. Mm-hmm. So it's just a struggle. Yeah, you know? I think. I mean, we're lucky to have the other person so hopefully like now that you're busy I'm not as busy so I can kind of pick up that extra slack but it's still it's tough it is tough we I mean we want to give our all to everything Everything. 100% of the time Mm -hmm. um and then we have like our marriages that we have to (laughs) give to (laughs) um so it's just it's tough so I know a lot of you guys can relate out there yeah so if you have any tips if you have any time management strategies Mm because I feel like that's one thing where like I'm not the best I think at I just feel like there has to be a more efficient way to manage my calendar outside of work right I have a hard time too because my um, work calendar is separate from my Mm -hmm. like personal calendar and everything and there's like no way to sync it up because of security stuff but like that's where I struggle I'm like okay I need to check two calendars now and see what's going on yeah and I have like my Google calendar and then I have a physical planner because mm-hmm. I'm old school and I love Same. crossing stuff mm-hmm. off a list. Yeah. But then I also have my podcast notebook and yep. it's like how something falls through the cracks mm-hmm. because I'm checking four different things. Yeah. So if you guys have any tips, mm-hmm. if you can please, relate at all, please let us. us know. Yeah. Comment on our Instagram. And we're, this isn't to complain. Like Becky and I both know we're so lucky mm-hmm. to so have blessed. our full time jobs, to be able to do the podcast all this stuff is good Mm -hmm. it can just you know sometimes feel like a lot yeah so we gotta vent to you guys yeah (laughs) really just each other (laughs) this is the shortened version i know i talked becky's ear off on the way over got that out we petted some puppies yeah and it was great it was great um but speaking of time management and then and duos and Mm. working together we have an amazing (laughs) 
Thank you. You're welcome. That was so, that's like top five of the podcast I do it again. so far. Um, so an iconic duo. Name a more iconic duo. Um, <laughs> Katie and Allie from Ginger Drops. Um, both of them are just insane girl bosses. So they mm-hmm. have this company, Ginger Drops, which is um, blends of herbs herbs yeah um because they're both um very well versed in eastern medicine um and so they have these blends of herbs they have energy they'll list all of them out on the show but um they have this product but then they also have their own each have their own practices um during the day Mm -hmm. so they're doing acupuncture and cupping and all of that cool stuff Mm -hmm. um and they are both married um and Allie has a baby. Yeah, Allie has a baby, like a new baby. Yeah. So that's, I know that they yeah. probably have some great tips, which yes. they'll share in the episode. But um, I don't know. It was amazing to hear their story. It was amazing to hear how organically mm-hmm. their business came together, which I think is what happens. You find when you're doing something that you're meant to be doing. It mm-hmm. all happens really quickly. Yeah. Um, they're just so impressive. They're just such... They have such radiant energy is the way I would put it. They're so relatable. Mm-hmm. They just draw you into the conversation. Mm-hmm. I wish we could go back and do it again. I know. We'll have to have a part two. I know we say that about every guest, but seriously, yeah. they're awesome. Um, and they also are very generous in offering all of our listeners a 15% discount. If you want to try Ginger Drops, which I highly recommend you do, um, you can use the code DETOX on their website. Mm-hmm. So please go and support them. Yes, yes. I have tried the Wake Up Blend love it you can mix it into water you can mix it into coffee um i definitely want to try chill out next because mm-hmm. i feel like mm-hmm. that's what i need more of in my <laughs> yeah. life right now some calming <laughs> exactly yeah. before i go on my you know rants about work i'll just take some <laughs> chill out drops exactly. and probably feel better so. yeah exactly so we hope you enjoy this episode and let's get into it so today we have Katie and Allie from Ginger Drops, but they're also acupuncturists, herbalists. What else? Tell us about yourself. Yeah, give us all the background. Yeah. Well, so I'm an acupuncturist and herbalist. I think you did a great job Thank summarizing you. that. <laughs> um, I used to do cancer research and then made my way over to Eastern medicine after just getting sort of disenfranchised with the drugs that we used in cancer. Um, And it was the best decision I ever made. That's where I met Allie. And now I have a clinic in Charlestown where I do acupuncture and Chinese herbs. And then the two of us run Ginger. It's so cool. Yeah. So cool. So So um, Allie, how did you guys meet? Tell us your love story. Your Your first look across the room. Katie (laughs) remembers it better than I do. But uh, okay. Oh, that's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about what were the details of when we met. When, uh, but um, I know we were both in school. We both came to school about the same time in terms of. Well, I think you transferred in, right? Right. And so, and I went to NISA the whole time. So you transferred in in my second year, and like your credits transferred over. Right. Right. <laughs> it was like 9:08 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, we met in point location class. It was the first day we were doing the long meridian. I remember it because you knew Ooh, all the points already. So detailed. You oh, knew everything. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I'll be friends with her because she knows everything already. <laughs> because I transferred homework. in. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, I oh I didn't remember that. Okay. okay. But I do remember that we were. Sorry, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember having a moment thinking you know I'm kind of checking out everybody around the room and thinking I gotta be friends with that one because she seems like she's got it together she's just a cool chick and it I mean there's lots of cool people in acupuncture school you go because you all are interested in the same things but um, there's a spectrum and I feel like you and I are right there (laughs) right there (laughs) in the same place definitely So how, because I, at least maybe this is just my world a little bit, but I'm just curious how you learned about Eastern medicine. I know you touched on it a little bit that you kind of weren't feeling um, maybe the same way about the drugs, the cancer drugs, Um, but I'm just curious how you found Eastern medicine to begin with. Sure. Well, I, Allie here, (laughs) I grew up um, getting acupuncture. So I think I was seven when I started. I um, had asthma. 
And I was just one of those kids who's always getting sick. And um, my mom, who was not familiar before with Chinese medicine or acupuncture, just thought, I don't want my kid on meds for the rest of their life because for a kid with asthma, it's um, steroids, steroid inhalers and things like that. And so she explored these other options. So I got involved in acupuncture that way. And um, I I sort of deviated after college. I went into research as well. I went into psychiatric research, Mm -hmm. um, but also felt sort of disenchanted with that world and decided to go back to what I had felt was my passion, which was acupuncture and Chinese medicine. That's crazy. Your parents were so advanced. I was going to say, I feel like your mom was really progressive there, you know, because I feel like I don't even like 10 years ago it was like, well, I have to be on this for the rest of my life. Right. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. Katie, uh, so cancer, drugs, you were not agreeing with. Yeah. And I, I actually didn't have acupuncture until I was already in acupuncture school. Oh, okay. oh wow. Which was <laughs> probably not the best decision. <laughs> I probably should have gotten it first, but it was something where I'd always been interested in natural medicine and herbs specifically when I was little. Um, my family is not a drug-heavy family. It's very mm-hmm. much what can you do with diet and lifestyle to change things before taking pharmaceuticals? And so herbs were something that had always been kind of on my mind and something that I had looked to. So when I went to acupuncture school, it was really much more for herbs than it was for acupuncture. But then when I was there, I really fell in love with the whole system because the two really go hand in hand. Um, so I don't have quite the same childhood fairy tale no. that Allie has. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. That's amazing. So give us a kind of like high level, like what is, for those people out there that don't know what Chinese medicine is and herbalism is, give us like a high level of what it is. Well, I think first of all, people rarely know that Chinese medicine is um, this grouping of different uh, resources. So it's not just acupuncture, though that's probably the most Mm well-known among Chinese medicine, but there's also herbal medicine, probably second most well-known. Then there's meditation, um, feng shui is part of it, nutrition. There's a lot of different aspects that go into this holistic approach that's Chinese medicine. So cool. Yeah. Is cupping part of it? So I just got cupping done for the first time. Yes, cupping um, is one of the tools that we use. Um, Gua sha, which is similar to Graston, which is used a lot in chiropractic work. Um, It's a like a scraping along the surface technique. Gotcha. Um, I would probably put that under acupuncture in terms of the categories, Mm -hmm. but it's really surprising actually how much goes into Chinese medicine that people don't, aren't aware of. Yeah, that's so cool. I think it's all so interesting just having that alternative option to Western medicine. Cause I think, I mean, I went to the doctor today and we'll go into it later, but I was so <laughs> frustrated. Yeah. And so having that option, especially in a place like Boston where the, it's, it's pretty progressive, um, but you know, not as quite as progressive as New York or LA, but like finding people like you that do these things and you know that that's an option instead of just taking a drug and putting a bandaid on things instead of really finding the root cause. So it's yeah. really cool. And Chinese medicine is such a complete system. You can mm-hmm. really get everything you need from there. That's not to say that there isn't a place where Western medicine, totally, we're totally, totally. proponents mm-hmm. of Western medicine right. too, but I think they're really complementary as opposed to alternative. Yeah, for sure. So what do you go into in school? I'm just curious like what the different years look like, how many years it is, kind of the whole process. So it's usually about four years. You can, if you don't do herbs, I think you could technically finish it in three, but it would be a really intense three years. So most people take four, takes four years. The first two years are almost entirely classroom work. Mm-hmm. So you're learning about Chinese medical theory. You're learning where acupuncture points are, what they do, how to combine those to get the right effect. If you're doing herbs, you have to memorize hundreds of herbs, hundreds of individual herbs, what they do, what they don't do, how to combine them, how not to combine them. And then you take classes on formulas, which is a little bit more what ginger is related to, which I'm sure we'll get to in a minute. But Mm -hmm. that's really the foundation of Chinese herbal medicine is based on formulas. So how herbs interact with one another and then how that formula acts inside of your body. Um, So you go through all that and learn all of this book work. And then the next two years, the third year is probably about 50-50 classroom work and then clinical mm-hmm. where you start 
observing other students, um, observing people who are doing it professionally, and then slowly moving up to treating patients yourself in the clinic. And then the fourth year is almost entirely clinical. There are still some classes, especially if you do herbs, which is very academically heavy, mm-hmm. but you start mm-hmm. basically just treating. Um, and it's it's a lot. It's a lot. That sounds so intense. Like <laughs> I, does. not that it, you, I don't know. I didn't know what all it entailed, I guess, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's so, it sounds like it's so much. I think most people don't really realize yeah. because unless you know somebody who's gone to acupuncture school, mm-hmm. I don't think it's something that is mainstream. Yeah, it's not yeah. mainstream, but it really follows the trajectory of sort of the way Western medical school does. It's like medical school for Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we graduate, you actually take four medical board exams and one of them is in western medicine as well because we're required in some states your acupuncturist can be your pcp so we're required to know a lot about western medicine oh that's cool and be just i didn't know that yeah that's so cool so is that in mass no not in mass i was like dang it (laughs) (laughs) can you be i know like (laughs) i found it you can come see us (laughs) wow so for people out there who are you know suffering from whether it be like chronic back pain or they're having digestive issues, what kind of things would you tell them off the bat to kind of ease their nerves and going to a Chinese medicine person or, a you know, away from their PCP that's usually, you know, here's a prescription drug, take this and you'll feel better. What would you tell them to kind of get them ready for it? Um, I would say, first of all, it doesn't hurt Mm because I think a lot of people are really concerned because you're used to hypodermic needles, you're Mm -hmm. used to getting shots, Mm -hmm. and you can fit about 20 acupuncture needles in the barrel of a hypodermic needle. They're very, very small. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's almost entirely painless. Like there's the tiniest little prick when the needle goes in, but there's really not any pain at all. Yeah. So it's not something to be afraid of. And I think that there's sometimes a stigma about acupuncturists being these like woo-woo out there, like right. crazy hippie witch doctors. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, that's not that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm sure that there's someone out there like that if that's what you're looking for. But there are plenty of people who are very mainstream who can talk to you about the research about acupuncture and how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a huge misunderstanding that acupuncture is not scientific or that mm-hmm. there's no um, credible reason to think that it works and that is completely untrue. Right. Mm-hmm. And this, there's tons of science to back up acupuncture and it's something that isn't distillable into like a headline. So it's something that you have to really look into because you're trying to understand an entire medical system mm-hmm. very quickly for, and you don't have any medical background in that. Right. Um, whereas you've probably never bothered to learn how an antibiotic really works or something like that. And so you're trying to understand something on a level higher than what you understand your current medical system and you're trying to understand it really quickly. And so it's not a sound bite. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that you need to take some time and talk to somebody who knows about it because We'd be happy to yeah. talk about it well, all I'm the time. Like, can you give us some of the high level? Because I think that's so true. Like, I've never been able to find an article that says acupuncture can do X, Y, and Z for you. So since we have you here, <laughs> what are some of, like, the themes and what you've studied and the um, positive impact that it has? Um, well, in, in terms of how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are, like, two – I'm trying to think of the best way to say this quickly mm-hmm. – I, the the biggest way that is like the current prevailing idea on why how on why acupuncture works is there is a connective tissue in your body called fascia and it mm-hmm. surrounds every single organ every muscle every single structure in your body is covered in this like connective tissue if you've ever dissected a pig or something like that in high school you probably saw (laughs) yeah but you probably saw this like kind of gross filmy stuff that's fascia and for a very long time they thought that fascia didn't do anything at all except minimize friction so when organs or muscles move next to each other there's Mm -hmm. friction which generates heat and so fascia reduces that Mm -hmm. what they've been finding more recently and um this is something where the research really started in like 2010. So it's not, it hasn't been around for a long time. They've, they're discovering that fascia is this very active, very alive, very changeable tissue. And so mm-hmm. they have full conferences just on fascial research right now because what they find is that um, 
you can change the polarities of the molecules in fascia. You can change the tension of the of the fascia. And because fascia covers every organ in your body, you can affect blood flow. You can affect hormonal function by affecting fascia. Oh, my gosh. And wow. acupuncture points map with an insane degree of accuracy. I want to say it's like 95%, but that might not be right. But it's somewhere around there, like 95% mm-hmm. accuracy to areas where fascial planes, so pieces of fascia, overlap. So when you put a needle in that point, what you can do is you can affect the fascia. And so even though, you know, we're treating your stomach, we're treating digestion, and that's in your abdomen, we might be using a point on your calf. Mm -hmm. And that's because we're working with the same piece of fascia that's around your stomach or around your intestines. That's so interesting. It's really cool. That's so cool. That is so cool. So one of my favorite things to treat with acupuncture is called frozen shoulder, and it's something that a lot of women get in like their late 40s or 50s and what happens is they lose range of motion in one shoulder and it's very uncomfortable they can't lift their arm up oh interesting and there's not a lot you can do for people who do that except just wait and eventually it'll go away Mm -hmm. but there it's amazing with acupuncture how well you can treat it because what that is is that's the fascia that that connects to that shoulder being abnormally tight and sort of out of whack so we use an acupuncture point in your shin on the opposite what? side. This is crazy. Who would even, like, you would never think. <laughs> no. Yeah. And That's it's this insane. one band of fascia that goes from that shin across your body up to the other shoulder. Wow. And by needling that one point in less than a minute, the vast majority of, it's like, it's instantaneous. Wow. You have them lift their arm up while you're needling the point and their range of motion increases instantaneously Ugh. because you release that whole fascial plane. What do your patients say, like, in that moment when they're just like, <laughs> I oh, would probably cry. My. I would too. I can't imagine not being able to, It feels you know. like magic. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I know you're like, not magic. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> but it feels like magic and they're always like, oh my god. <laughs> because they've, they've been suffering this for a long time they've probably right. seen their doctors and their doctors are like oh you know there's nothing we can do i'm sorry it's going to be uncomfortable right. yeah and then they try acupuncture because you know some crazy friend told them to do it and they come in and it's gone wow wow that's incredible that's amazing what are i'm curious what some of the common things you see in your clinics well i see a lot of i specialize if you want to call it that in women's health and fertility awesome. preconception pregnancy postpartum um, so I see a lot of those things. And it, ultimately what that means is a lot of hormone imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, for, from the way I th- look at it, but I, um, I don't think I'm looking at it any different than anybody else. I think stress is at the root of a lot of mm-hmm. these hormone balances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go into that every time I talk to a new patient in terms of how, um, our bodies only have a certain amount of hormone precursor. And if there's too much um, request for stress hormones, the mm-hmm. other ones don't get enough. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. it's so important that we balance stress. That's something we are always talking about. But um, I feel like in a sense, I specialize in stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love all of the other things that we get to treat. I love the diversity and the variety of things I get to treat in the clinic. So I treat a lot of pain. And actually, um, in addition to acupuncture school, I went to Tufts uh, Medical School's pain program oh, wow. so um, pain was a, an initial passion of mm-hmm. mine so I treat a lot of pain headaches back pain mm-hmm. shoulder you know orthopedic um, or sports injuries um, but then a lot of um, stress anxiety digestive issues things like that that's so cool okay so, cool. so if if a woman comes in and she has estrogen dominance, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> who, I know. I don't know who, who might this woman be? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the first thing I would do is discuss diet and lifestyle changes okay. with them. Mm-hmm. Um, because diet is so important. You know, like cruciferous vegetables, I'm sure you've heard of yeah. yes. heard about it yeah. if, if mm-hmm. you're um, curious about that. Um, and how those help uh, metabolize mm-hmm. estrogen and get rid of um, the excess estrogens Mm -hmm. that cause issues. Um, But then, of course, um, we're looking, ultimately, always, we're looking to balance, um, create balance in the body. And it's because of of an imbalance that um, symptoms arise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to address those. um, Yin is very similar in some ways to um, estrogen. And yang, in in a lot of ways, is similar to um, progesterone. And so... um, In that sense, I'm always looking to balance yin and yang mm-hmm. or progesterone and estrogen. If right. they're in the right uh, balance, then you have 
um, an elimination of symptoms Mm -hmm. or an alleviation of symptoms. Right. So do you use acupuncture in certain places for that? It all depends on that person. It's hard. You know, sometimes there is a a protocol that you can use for Mm -hmm. a given um, concern or condition. But a lot of times it all depends on the person, which is why we have such a thorough Mm -hmm. um, initial consult. Mm -hmm. And and then we want to tailor each treatment and our recommendations to that person Mm -hmm. versus their condition. Right. No, that's so important. So I went to the doctor today and outlined a few of the things that I had going on and showed her my test results from getting my hormones tested. And it was just so frustrating because she she literally laughed at my results and was like, this isn't a thing. This isn't real. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to leave now. (laughs) But in that moment, I always get so frustrated. And my immediate response when I'm frustrated is to just like tear up. And I feel like I can't form a coherent response. And then I'm just upset and I leave and it's just a bad situation. And I I think so many women go through the same thing where they go into the doctor's office and they're like, okay, you have this, this, and this. We you know, we prescribe this for that condition or, and it's just like such a cookie cookie cutter mold, but it's not that, you know, okay, let's talk about like what you eat for breakfast every day. What, let's talk about what you eat for lunch and Mm -hmm. let's really give you a customized plan to help you fix that problem. And today it's just, it's such a feeling of defeat after going Mm -hmm. to a doctor and, you know, having them say like, you just need to like, work out more or you need to like take the you you're depressed you need to take this anti-depression medication or you have anxiety and take this medication it's like it's kind of scary no. to me do you know what i mean because i feel like especially for depression and anxiety mm-hmm. they're very serious but right. if it's not what you're truly suffering from i mm-hmm. think that's dangerous right and i think like we said before western medicine is great and you know sometimes you need that you know extra boost from antibiotics or you know whatever is going on in your life but having this alternative now is just life-changing it's such a game changer for a lot of people and I just just like I was telling my health coach today just want to like shout it from the rooftops like hey there's like (laughs) something else you can do there's another option you don't have to go through this so it's so cool yeah um, so you mentioned yin and yang, and I'm just curious what that means. I don't oh, know what that means. Sure. Okay. So um, yin is there's it's sort of like um, well everything is interdependent. Yin and yang work together. Every being, every um, cell of the body has some yin and some yang. We want all things in balance. So yin, um, the in, yin aspect of things are cooling, sort of more feminine. Um, more still um, an interior. The yang aspect of yin and yang is more activating, stimulating, bright, um, masculine. And so all things have each of those in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to create the, the right balance of them because That's it's so easy for... So when I talk about stress, for instance, I, I talk about how stress is very yang-like. It's very mm-hmm. activating, stimulating. Our lives are... A, tend to be a lot more young mm-hmm. in terms of we've got a lot going on. We're exercising, we're working, we're, um, we're home with kids, you know, whatever it is, we're busy. It's rare that we have equal parts that and restorative practices, nourishing foods, sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, technology is a, a major source of young, like yes. that excess young. Mm-hmm. And so how many people do you know who have 50% and 50% in their day? <laughs> Nobody. And I'm like trying to think of a percent and it's like, slightly concerning right <laughs> I'm like am I at 20 I don't know <laughs> so that is a great way to um understand yin and yang from our in our own experience but it's yeah. it's what I'm sort of treating every day is trying to get back in balance that yin we need more yin in our lives new mm-hmm. nourishing warming or cooling depending on um, what you need foods and then um, a little less stimulation from technology and from stress at work or in your life and which did you say estrogen and progesterone work? Well, um, estrogen tends to be more yin. It's it's the cooling aspect of our cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, and progesterone is more warming in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, in all things, both estrogen and progesterone, you've got some yin and yang in each. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so you guys both have been in this 
kind of world, this alternative medicine world. So how did you come up with the idea of starting your own business in Ginger Drops and coming together to do so? Because I'm sure that was not an easy step to take. <laughs> I mean, even with this podcast, we'd be like, oh, like scary. we don't know what to do. It's, it's so scary. scary. Um, so how did that kind of come to be and how did you conceptualize it and then really like bring it forth did you have another look across the room right. and you just knew <laughs> we're gonna make this yeah. together well not really a look across the room but because we were already in the room together we were um or you we were we go we would go out to um get coffee once a week on Women's Health Wednesday, I think we called it, or Wellness <laughs> Wednesday, oh, yeah. um, I love that. where we would get together and talk about some of our cases and get feedback for each other from each other. Um, and what we um, started to realize is that we were treating a lot of the same conditions. We were seeing a lot of the same women with the similar conditions, um, and they were re all responding really well to herbs. The mm. trouble is that herbs are expensive over the long run, and it's time-consuming to keep coming back in for acupuncture. Um, or for herbal consults. So um, we thought, why don't we make something that's both affordable and accessible mm -hmm. and convenient to use? Um, that's the other thing is that, you know, if you know anything about herbs, which few people do, right. um, then it, we wanted to get it out to the masses. You know, we wanted to make it more mainstream um, because there are people who would benefit from it that wouldn't necessarily come in to see an herbalist. Mm -hmm. So... That's how it started. Yeah, and I actually I don't feel like it was that scary for us. Maybe that was just me, but because awesome. it happened so organically mm -hmm. over a really long period of time, where we were first really just talking about our patients and trying to come up with a solution for a product we could give to them, mm -hmm. and then slowly discovering it didn't exist and saying, "Well, we could make it," and then making these sort of like home brewed, very DIY kind of batches, mm -hmm. and having those have a really positive response, and then going, "Well, you know what? What if we?" hired somebody to do this more professionally for us and got a manufacturer and um and so it all just happened really slowly and really organically over the course of like a, over a year ish and so there wasn't ever that moment where or at least I don't recall a moment where we ever looked at each other and we're like we're gonna start a business mm -hmm. like it just it just happened That's and so cool. it actually I don't think it was even until our first like professional ready to go batch came in that we even filed the LLC right because they like came in and we're like oh shoot we need to protect ourselves right. and, like, get the whole legal side of yeah, this taken right. care of yeah. because we just it just sort of happened yeah that's so cool so, so cool. give everybody a um tell everybody what your product is and what you do so ginger is a line of liquid herbal supplements. So they're tinctures, which is just herbs that have had the active ingredients extracted in alcohol. Um, the quantity of alcohol is not that much, but <laughs> we can talk about <laughs> so that. We're not going to get drunk on it. No, them. you're not going to get drunk <laughs> on it. Um, and they are herbal formulas, which is something that doesn't currently really exist on the market. What we were getting frustrated with when we would go to the stores, you can find in Whole Foods, you know, single herbs. You can find mm -hmm. echinacea, mm -hmm. you can find ginger root, mm -hmm. but you can't find formulas, which is the way that we had been trained to look at herbs and the way that we really believe herbs work best. When you combine herbs that are, um, that, create the same goal they really work synergistically with each other in your body to create an effect that's much greater than the sum of its parts um, so we have four formulas that address the things that we were seeing most commonly in clinic we have one for stress and anxiety management called chill out we have one called wake up which is for energy that's my favorite yes <laughs> <laughs> which is for energy and preventing that like 3 p.m. slump that a mm -hmm. lot of people get. Um, we have Let It Glow, which is for hormonal balance and skin, hair, and nail health. And we have Sweet Dreams, which is to help with sleep and anxiety, or sorry, not anxiety, help with sleep and insomnia, um, and just an inability to sleep through the night or get restorative sleep. And we've had a really positive response from all of them. It's been, it's been a really crazy, like, month or two. Right, right. <laughs> two months, I guess it is, yeah. That's amazing. So... As far as the business goes, how have you figured out kind of how to raise money? Because it costs money to create mm -hmm. a product. How did you find manuf a manufacturer? How did you find a place that would create your product? Uh, well, we're right now we're entirely self-funded. So we mm -hmm. didn't have money from the outside. It was mm -hmm. just our own. We found a manufacturer on Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be right. Amazing. Amazing. We, well, we, um, we know that, so tinctures like this are available to herbalists. 
it's just not something that's available to the general public. So okay. we looked mm. at herbal lines um, that we respected and that we had used in clinic before and tried to do some sleuth work to find out who their manufacturers were. Mm. And then we looked at a few different places. We felt really strongly about having herbs that were organic, mm. that were wild crafted, about having things that were really true to our vision and how mm -hmm. we feel health should be. So it took us a little while to find a manufacturer whose vision really aligned with ours, but we found we were really happy with them mm -hmm. and they've been so wonderful. That's amazing. I think that was my next question is how do you guarantee the quality of your herbs? Yeah, so, I mean, we have, <laughs> we were just talking about this the other <laughs> day. Um, our manufacturer verifies every herb when they come in. They look at them visually, make sure they're correct. They test them for heavy metals. They test them for pesticides. They test them for everything. Um, and then after they are made into a tincture, they test them again. And then when they are finally bottled, they test them again for wow. everything. Wow. So there's that's great. How many times is that in total? So Three, that's four? two times once they're in a liquid form. Mm -hmm. And then they have like a full check before they become a liquid. Awesome. So it's, we feel very confident that mm -hmm. ours mm -hmm. are in very good quality. Are yeah. they in mass? They are not. They're in California. Oh, cool. So mm -hmm. then they ship from California mm -hmm. here? Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. So one question I had, because I just think it's interesting. So you two are obviously so close as friends, and then it seems like your relationship also developed into kind of a professional one where you could go to each other for advice. How, if at all, has it changed your relationship starting a business together? I don't, you know, I think what I've realized um, working as a partnership is um, our strengths, honestly. I've discovered things about myself that I wasn't really aware of until I was working with a partner and I see um, where my strengths lie and where her strengths lie. And thankfully, they really complement each other. Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's sort of the front of house. I'm much more comfortable being behind the scenes than, <laughs> than Katie and I love that um, and because honestly we're both skilled um, herbalists we could have done this independently mm -hmm. but I think we do it so much better together mm -hmm. because of our strength so um, I feel like I love doing sort of the um, the creative stuff I love the design um, I love that you are great <laughs> at the analytical side of it we're sort of again we're sort of that yin and yang balance mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um in a sense so i i've discovered that about being in a partnership i also feel like we've done a really nice job um with kind of taking turns when something comes up in somebody's life somebody takes um the reins on the business mm -hmm. like katie had a got married recently and so naturally that kept her pretty busy um planning and then enjoying herself after a wedding mm -hmm. and so that gave me an opportunity to step up there and then shortly after that my son was born mm -hmm. and we swapped and I took um a back seat and did what I could from home mm -hmm. and Katie stepped up and did a lot more work then so um it's been a it's been a really great partnership. I'm really pleased with how everything has that's worked amazing. out. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. So if you were to give yourselves any advice looking back, what would it be? Don't think too hard about <laughs> it. <laughs> I feel like if I'd realized how much work it was going to be, mm -hmm. I think they always say that about businesses, right? If you know mm -hmm. how much work it is, you'll never start one. Right. Because True. when you're dealing with it on the day-to-day, -day, you know, one fire at a time, mm -hmm. it's not so bad but when you look back it seems like so much mm -hmm. um there things just kept coming up you know yes. we just basically addressed it when it came up we didn't think about it ahead of time we mm -hmm. weren't um aware that that would come out yeah. i'm trying to think of an example um but it's just one thing after the other we're like oh we're gonna need that well and i also <laughs> we're, always, we're always exactly on the same page about stuff yeah. where you know if I, i'll text ali with a question in my head i'm like I, I know what i'm gonna do and i feel like she's gonna agree mm -hmm, and she mm -hmm. always like we're always exactly on the same page yeah <laughs> that is everything yeah. Yeah. yeah let's That's hope really it keeps helpful. going <laughs> <laughs> knock on wood so far so good yeah yeah um and also, I would say, I think for advice for myself would also be to, like, don't think too hard about it, but to just do it. Mm -hmm. Because I think the That's difference. such true advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. If you wait till you're ready, it's never going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're I know that sounds ready. so cliche. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's true. Yeah. Because I think 
you know, we had a good idea and we knew we had a good idea, but I think that people have good ideas every day that they don't execute on. Mm-hmm. And if you don't execute on it, it's the same as never having that idea right. at exactly. all. No, and somebody else is going to come up yeah. with it and do it. And yeah, you're exactly. Look back and wish you had. Yeah. So. so I'm dying to know which is your favorite blend of the ones you have. Is that like choosing a favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it changes every day. Yeah. Um, I I feel very loyal to Wake Up, which mm-hmm. I take almost mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. I genuinely prefer my coffee with Wake Up in mm-hmm. it. I feel like it tastes so much better. I love it. And then this morning I used Chill Out and I was like, oh, I think mm-hmm. this one's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Chill Out is definitely my favorite just because of my disposition (laughs) Um, just uh, well I've often said the the base formula of that before we added um, sort of our own take on it um, is one that I've often joked should be leaked into the water system because <laughs> everybody could um, mm-hmm. benefit from that. Again, I, for me, I, maybe I see the world from this perspective, like there's stress everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and maybe it's because it's, you know, my experience. And, yeah. um, but I, I feel like everybody would be better off with a little bit of What is the blend? Out. I know I'm I like, need to like spray it into the air. Can we talk about like, it or no? <laughs> is it secret? Well, certainly it's proprietary. It's but <laughs> <laughs> no trade secrets. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I'll just say that it has a lot of um, adaptogenic herbs in it. And cool. for you all who may know, but maybe for listeners who don't, adaptogenic herbs are herbs that um, help our bodies adapt to stress. So mm-hmm. um, w- both mentally, emotionally, and physically. So, you know, in terms of blood pressure or cortisol um, release, mm-hmm. um, but also our mood and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's packed with adaptogenic herbs. Um, some that I'm, I feel comfortable yeah. saying like um, ashwagandha is one mm-hmm. that a lot of people are familiar mm-hmm. with. Yeah, and that's one, one that we um, added to our blend that's not in the traditional formula, um, but I think augments the effect of it. Mm-hmm. So cool. cool. So what would you tell someone who is ready to get acupuncture? Like, what should they expect when they get into your room? And, you know, like, do they need to, like, clean up any areas? (laughs) What do they need to do? I feel like I want to say, come as you are. (laughs) You don't need to clean anything. (laughs) Shower regularly. Just be sure you've showered in the last week. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times. I think the biggest concern next to is it going to hurt is, I'm sorry, I forgot to shave my legs. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Every totally. single person. It's so person. funny. And I'm like, that is totally fine. <laughs> Come as you are. You know, if that's one less thing to stress about, then I'm thrilled that, that you came I that way. I love your outlook. Yeah, it's I love just that like, too. I think no I stress. said that to the uh, the person I went and did cupping with. I, I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, sorry. I yeah. My yeah. Legs. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, men come in and they never shave their legs. Right. right. So. No, totally. <laughs> You're like, I'm seeing it all. It's fine. Men come I, from the gym afterwards. They're yeah, like, they nobody's apologizing yeah. for the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and all the women are like, oh, I forgot to go to I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um,. I'm trying. To, oh, this is my favorite question. Mm-hmm. Becky kind of makes fun of me, but I'm like so no, nosy, and I love, <laughs> I love to know. I love so it. I have to know if you have a morning routine. What are some key parts of that? Uh, well, actually, I have more routine than I've ever had. I was going to say, has it changed for you dramatically? Uh, yes, a baby I've found um, really forces you are to you enforce. Found a baby? You just found the baby? (laughs) (laughs) Having a baby. (laughs) Having a baby in my life (laughs) requires, in my experience, a a pretty, um, I wouldn't say too rigid, but it requires a routine. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, if we don't follow a routine, he doesn't sleep on time, then he's cranky and he's crying. And he's happiest if he's on a routine. And Mm -hmm. so I'm happy Mm -hmm. when we're all on a routine. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it's we we wake up at the same time every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Lately, that's 530. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, But everybody in the house is up that time. And actually, um, I'm cool with that because that's the time the sun comes up. And I try, you know, Chinese medicine um, uh, encourages us to kind of sync ourselves with the season so if the sun's coming up around that time then I should be up too Um, and maybe my son knows that better than I do (laughs) Uh, so I wake up um, and 
I try to do a little, honestly, a little bit of meditation while I feed him. It's mm-hmm. a great time because I need to be quiet. He's easily distracted, and mm-hmm. so it needs to be quiet and dark in the room anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, start my meal, and then the day begins there. But um, I always want to start with some sort of stress reduction or meditation, something like that, to get the the day off on the right foot. Do you have any recommendations for – so meditation is one of those things that – I've tried to get into now multiple times, but it always mm-hmm. just kind of trails off and mm-hmm. I stop doing it, which is silly because I definitely have those 10 minutes in my day. I it know. just seems like this huge effort mm-hmm. for some reason. So like, what are your tips to get into a routine? Okay. So I don't know about for you, but when I'm trying to get into an exercise routine, mm-hmm. I try and lay out my exercise outfit the night before mm-hmm. so that, or even like wear some of it during yes. the oh, to bed. I wear my shorts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that I have just one less thing to do in the morning mm-hmm. um, that makes me that much closer to getting into the exercise routine. So the same goes for uh, meditation. If I've already laid down a mat or um, where I'm going to sit and I have the music cued or something like that, mm-hmm. um, that sets me up for success as opposed to... and. Um, like keeping my phone out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So if I wake up, see the time, go to my my son's room and sit, mm-hmm. then I've set the, the stage already for success. Yeah, that's cool. so smart. Yeah. Such a good tip. Yeah. Katie, morning routine. Oh, um, well, I'm a morning person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I wish I was. I, really I am too. I that's always my most have productive. Been. And my husband is a CrossFit coach, so he coaches the 6 a.m. class at his gym. So we also wake up at, like, 5.15. Wow. So I'll be texting you earlier in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) I know you're up. (laughs) Um, So we usually wake up pretty early, and I try to do, like, Allie, I try to do, like, start my day with maybe 10 minutes of meditation, depending on how long I snooze or don't snooze before I get up. And then I go to the gym with my husband, and then I come home, and... I, Allie and I are both really lucky in that being an acupuncturist, I am entirely in control of my schedule. Mm -hmm. So I actually, I don't start work until 10. So I have a nice nice. long morning where when you go to the gym, you're done by seven. You get home. That's a lot of time for you. Yeah. I shower. I, that's amazing. It's Mm -hmm. really great. I make myself a good, I always make myself a really good breakfast. I feel like breakfast sets the tone for my day. Mm -hmm. And on days where I'm just like, what am I going to eat? And mm-hmm. you're, you know, grabbing whatever you can. I have a really hectic day. Whereas mm-hmm. if I can take the, you know, 15 minutes that mm-hmm. it takes to actually cook something, even if I don't have time to do the dishes right away, like mm-hmm. it's right. fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> having breakfast makes a huge difference for me. So I'll have like eggs or a smoothie and then I try to sit and just enjoy it. And our, we're lucky that our kitchen's really sunny. So I try to just sit and enjoy it and not do any work for at least so that you first half fo- hour. Do you yeah. like just focus on eating? Because yes. that's something I'm trying to do because yeah. I yes. always have mm-hmm. my phone. Oh, always. I know. Or I'm working. Mm-hmm. It's like one or the two. Yeah. I, I find that I um, – something else that I do that's just like – I don't even know if this is classified as self-care, but it's something that I feel really strongly about is I try to do like a screen detox every mm-hmm. day, even if it's mm-hmm. for a short period of time. So when I get home from work – you know, depending on the timing of it, I, I always try to have there be at least an hour before bed where I'm not seeing any screens. Mm-hmm. So when I get home from work, my phone goes on airplane mode. So I don't. Mm. Oh, that's so smart. That's yeah. so smart. Yeah. It's also great because it cuts down on the radiation from your phone. Totally. Just right. Yeah, the EMF. But yeah. it's like. I like that's something that scares yeah. me that mm-hmm. I haven't even delved into reading about because <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrifying rabbit yes. hole. Don't bother. <laughs> but it's, if my phone's on airplane mode and then you're not always like, oh, I wonder if I got a text. I wonder if there's an Instagram notification. It's just mm-hmm. not an option Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so usually between you know 9 30 and like 7 the next day my phone is just off Mm -hmm. and that's amazing not always true but I I try to do that at least you know 85 90 percent of the time Mm -hmm. and it just makes such a difference to how clear my head is and the way Allie was talking before about having yin Mm -hmm. in your life Mm -hmm. and just slowing down and focusing yeah that sounds so nice so you're both married so how open are your husbands to 
Eastern medicine. <laughs> Such Hi, a are they like guinea pigs for you? <laughs> In the middle of the night, are you just like, Frick. I know they both want, like, they ask for a treatment all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I'm oh, just like, good. no, I can't tomorrow. So <laughs> too much going on. But um, meanwhile, my husband says, don't talk to me about chi. Nobody wants to hear about chi. You have to tell me in terms <laughs> I understand. So, I mean, I'm, I understand to each their own. Some people mm-hmm. are more open to the concepts of Chinese medicine, like chi, mm-hmm. um, that vital that? energy. Vital energy, got it. Uh, than others. And that's fine. And there are plenty of ways to communicate what acupuncture is. And I think the example of fascia is a really beautiful one if you're open to the Western understanding Mm -hmm. of it um like my husband he would you know he likes to hear that explanation Mm -hmm. um although you know from the chinese perspective you could say it promotes circulation and you know promotes the movement of chi for instance Mm -hmm. um but i i I like the um clarity of the fascia example Mm -hmm. um so he's he loves to get treatment but he wants it to be explained in in Western <laughs> terms. What are you doing to me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he also has way too much input in the points that I use. He'll, he'll say like, "No, don't put it there. No, on, avoid my legs or something." That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> you're so like, I know. No yes, exactly. Today. Which is why I'm not more um, interested in giving treatment more often. <laughs> <laughs> my husband Pat does not get that luxury. He doesn't get to dictate that. Like yeah. you don't choose. No. <laughs> He's a little bit of a hypochondriac. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He knows that, so he's not going to be mad if mm-hmm. he hears that on this podcast. <laughs> so he's always, um, there's always something that he's like, what, can you help me? Can you help me with this? <laughs> and then he also obviously exercises a lot. So he's got mm-hmm. a lot of sore things spasming out mm-hmm. of whack. <laughs> so he probably doesn't get treated as much as he should because mm-hmm. he... He wants to have acupuncture treatments at 10.30 at night mm. when I get home mm, after right. a long day at work. Yeah. And so I'm al- I always tell him he can make an appointment when everybody else totally. does. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm not working with that. Oh, sorry. I do do it, though. <laughs> yeah. um, so a listener question that I received was, um, oh, my gosh, I just mm-hmm. lost it. I have a question. Yeah, go for it. In the it. meantime. Yeah, go so, for it. You guys obviously have successful practices during the day, keep you really busy. You have a new baby at home. You have this new business. How do you, or I guess, do you believe in balance at all? And how do you take time for self-care? Well, like like Katie said, we're both very fortunate running our own businesses that we can dictate our schedules. Um, before I had my son, I would work 12-hour days, um, and I took a lunch break, and I thought that was really reasonable. <laughs> oh my gosh, now, twelve hours is a lot, and and it was a two-hour lunch break, so so it's more like ten hours of work. But um, that's still but a lot. Still, <laughs> it is. And now that I'm, I've got a son. I'm much more um, serious about implementing this balance, mm-hmm. um, so that I can be present, not just like be around for him, but be present for him. Yeah. Um, so. Now I, I only work six-hour shifts um, a, th- four days a week, um, and that really works well for my family, and that gives me some downtime. You know, though, I think I could do a little bit better um, at finding some space for my own time because it's right. my downtime tends to be – or my time off work is With baby time. Mm-hmm. And I never realized this until I had a child, but – it's not downtime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought, oh, you know, when I was on maternity leave, I thought, oh, I'm going to get so much done. And I've got this ebook I want to write, and we're going to really crank it on Ginger. And then I'm like, did I shower today? <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. It's, it's um, busy. So mm-hmm. um, even just saying this now, you know, answering your question, I realize I have to um, create a little bit more space for my own self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pre-baby Allie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I work 10 to 12 hours a day. (laughs) But um, like I said before, I try to really completely unplug between like 9.30-ish and 9 Mm a.m. So that's almost a 12-hour period where I'm not doing anything except mostly sleeping. And I always take weekends completely off. I don't Mm -hmm. check email. I don't answer my phone. Um, Because I do think balance is really important. I think that 
there's probably space in my life to have more balance. But I feel like at this point, I don't mind working this hard. And so, I don't know. I'll deal with it when I get there. Yeah. Well, if, and you so, lo- if you're loving what you do, I think it's so different than sitting at a desk mm-hmm. job that you hate and counting down the hours. You Absolutely. Know? I, I mean, I don't know about Ali, but very often I don't think my work feels like work. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. Ginger feels like I'm just it's just like playtime it's like exactly it's like still so exciting and Mm -hmm. everything's new and fresh and so we get an email and like i'll text ali or ellie text me like did you see the email we got (laughs) (laughs) rings a bell yeah (laughs) every day (laughs) that's so cool okay so listener question um is what can you do at home if you don't have time to go and see an acupuncture if you're having you know soreness from working out or some kind of like you pulled a muscle or back pain or something like that that you can take care of at home drink a lot of water okay stretch Hmm. foam roll Mm -hmm. take magnesium (laughs) i'd always add i love ginger and turmeric tea yes and bone broth is basically like a panacea to me i tell everybody to do bone broth Mm -hmm. because um, it's full of amino acids and lots of other nutrients and minerals and um, it's very nourishing to the body. Uh, so I recommend it to nearly everybody mm-hmm. and you could do it daily. I love the idea of having uh, sort of a bone broth ritual mm-hmm. where you make that um, your morning tea or your morning coffee or, Just, you know, substitute. I've never tried. Yeah. Which is weird. Really? I feel like, yeah, I need to get on that. I yeah, think I love for, it. Yeah. For some people, um, when I recommend it and I send everybody home with a recipe, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't do it because they don't want to make it. But there mm-hmm. are a lot of really great sources that you can buy it online or in Whole mm-hmm. Foods now. Mm-hmm. Amazon has a lot of them. And you know what's interesting is a lot of them are um, acupuncturists. Oh, that started no. businesses. So Very cool. Great bone bo- yeah, I've broth. tried the Whole Foods one and it was good. I tried like the... Oh, I need to go. Bone broth. Maybe after it, this. it comes in like a little cart and it's really easy. It's great. Yes. Oh, I'm all yeah. about the easy. That's exactly. like what I need yeah. in my life, you know? Right. Totally. Um, so I have a question about exercise. So I'm curious how Chinese medicine views exercise in general. Is it mm. part of it? Is it part of what you t- discuss um, with your patients? How does that work? Absolutely. Well, we would say movement is critical. Our bodies were made to move. Um, and from the, the idea of every chi moving, blood moving, we want our bodies in motion to help propel chi and blood, which keeps us balanced and healthy. Um, excessive exercise is discouraged. And I think there's more of that happening, mm-hmm. um, than we admit, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are, um, doing excess cardio and excess cardio, um, can actually signal to the body um, sort of this fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And then you've got excess, you know, increased cortisol and it just tells your body to start yeah, um, exactly. experiencing stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say Chinese medicine encourages movement, but um, deliberate and intentional movement like Qigong, Tai Chi, yoga, mm-hmm. um, walking is great. And then, you know what? I also encourage you know, do what you love. Mm-hmm. So if bar is what you love or boxing is what you love, do that too. But find balance. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. find um, uh, on some days you do boxing and on some days you stretch or you do yoga. So where can people find you? Where can people buy your product? Promote the heck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we're only available online, okay. which is www.gingershop.com. J-I-N-J-U-R. Mm-hmm. Um, and very soon we will be in stores. We that's, that's so, so exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything because it's nothing's no, official okay, yet. Totally. But but very soon. So exciting! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you guys. Congrats! <laughs> that's so cool. It um, is. That was one of those moments when we were like, "Did you see the email?" Yeah, <laughs> Which so was ten cool. minutes before we came in here. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just breaking like, news <laughs> right here on Detox and Chill. <laughs> and you both work in acupuncture practices, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you located? Um, I Allie here again, uh, <laughs> just because I don't. I want to be That's clear. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, my practice is Intuition Wellness, and it's in Back Bay, right in Copley Square. And you're on Instagram as well. Yep, as I'm a Intuition uh, Wellness. Correct, like, Intuition okay. Wellness. So it's <laughs> you're like I've stalked you. It's fine. I have, I have. <laughs> For people who don't know how that's spelled, it's Intuition with a Y in front of it. Perfect. All one word. Perfect. That and is Katie. perfect. Um, I my practice is called Vibe Wellness, and it's in Charlestown. Um, it's vibecharlestown.com or vibe acupuncture is my instagram handle cool. <laughs> and they can just go on the website book appointments yep, go absolutely okay. yeah absolutely awesome. super cool i'm so excited i need to come to both i know <laughs> i've never done it before and now i'm like okay now that i know that the needles are that it's small tiny. right yes. what it was 20 yeah. you yeah. said it was 20 to a normal size yes okay i'm in i can handle that i'm totally <laughs> in so exciting well thank you so much for coming on the podcast this is so informative i learned so much it's crazy i did too i'm so excited to even do more research i think yeah i think i'm gonna listen to this episode over like three or <laughs> four times so <laughs> thank you so much thank, thank you so you. much for having us and have a great weekend. <laughs> thanks guys